0: Hello, I am Nancy Lynn Westfield, Director of the Wabash Center. This is Teaching on the Pulse, an audio blog. The original blog and all my blogs can be found on the website of the Wabash Center for Teaching and Learning in Theology and Religion. This audio blog is entitled, Winter Surprise to Bolster and Brighten. Gray, the fog thick and dreary descended in late December. In early January, the Arctic blast assaulted with negative temperatures prolonged over consecutive days. Unrelenting gray, consuming gray. Days of gray have now turned into weeks of gray. Relief from ice and snow has come in the form of days of downpouring rains with temperatures still below freezing. Today, the expected high of 36 degrees Fahrenheit that feels like 32 degrees Fahrenheit with continued dense fog and forecasted 80% chance of precipitation tomorrow. It has been a prolonged, too long, moment of melancholy, dull, grim, and bleak. Then it happened. A few days ago, I received a text from a beloved friend that read, quote, Hi Lynn, I accidentally had a book sent to your house. It's called Black. I've read it before, a borrowed book from the library. It's pretty wild but you may like it, hope you like it." Red heart emoji. Suddenly, surprisingly, the gloom was challenged by a bit of intrigue. A surprise book, an accidental book, was coming to my door. I needed a surprise book, especially if it was wild. Sure enough, that day, the Amazon delivery person dropped the book on my porch. Immediately, I started reading. Immediately, I discovered a new author. Immediately, my spirits lifted. There is something about surprise, when it is pleasant, that combats the dreariness of the season. A surprise can chase the blues away or at least make the blues melodic and survivable. Teaching in the dead of winter can sometimes mean teaching in prolonged, frigid weather. Winter can be both real and metaphoric to describe our environments. We know that our bodies, minds, spirits react with and are affected by light, temperature, barometric pressure, and precipitations. Being mindful of our own mood and the moods of our students is part of classroom management and good teaching practices. Consider when the moods are gray, planning a surprise. Too often planned surprises in courses are punitive, like surprise quizzes or surprise tests. This is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about surprises that delight, intrigue, and bring some welcome relief from the long, too long winter. When I received the marvelous book surprise from my friend, I was reminded of the ways I would attend to my own blue moods while teaching. I recalled some of the ways I would make gestures to bolster my students' moods in the middle of the winter. I would, for them and for me, change the tempo of the course introduce something or someone unexpected and nurture a lighthearted atmosphere. Somehow and most times these gestures of care shifted us for the better. Here are a few examples of the ways I went about changing pace and surprising my students. I would bring baskets of chocolate to the class to be passed around, enough chocolate for all to have much planned a spontaneous change of venue, moved the class session to the library, or to the gym, or to the science lab, or to the lobby of a building to sit on couches. I've invited a surprise guest lecturer, a lecturer who was the author of one of the books we were reading, or the lecturer was a local celebrity, a dean, a provost, a president, a former student who had done well in my class to discuss one of the topics of the course. I would plan a potluck or move to the refectory or the dining hall of the school so we could have a shared meal during class. On a few occasions, I brought my collie dog named Max to class. He was a warm and gentle giant. As students arrived in the room, happily greeted Max and played with him until he would lay down at the door during the lecture and during the entire class. At break, students would return to give Max cuddles and to pet him some more. Max's presence lifted many spirits of students and their glee made me smile. On several occasions, I thought of a class session as being like free parking spaces in the Monopoly game. Rather than what was planned for that session, I invited students to gather up, gather round their thoughts, questions, concerns, and we discussed whatever they wanted to discuss, anything that came up. My conversation prompt would be, where are you in this learning? What have you learned thus far? Or I would suspend the class session and gather students around changing the seating pattern and ask them an important question, the so what question, the now what question, so what, now what? I would ask, how do you make meaning of this newly gleaned perspective? How do you make meaning of these new concepts? How does this affect your thinking, being, doing? What does your community, your family, your tribe think of what we are discussing? Is any of this valuable to your community? Or I brought art supplies to class and invited students rather than taking notes. I invited them to draw, color, sketch, or play with Play-Doh throughout the lecture. Occasionally I shifted to a skill-based lesson. What skills have you noticed that students do not possess but you need them to be able to do? For example, good student skills for reading comprehension, writing skills, questioning skills. Occasionally, I showed a film complete with popcorn, soda, and candies. Or I would read aloud children's books, poetry, or short stories. Well, you get the idea. Please be mindful that I'm not saying you should do what I did, or that you should do this list as if it is a recipe or a shopping list. Your context is different than mine. Your teaching landscape is not mine. My point is to encourage and invite you to be aware of your own wintertime mood and the wintertime mood of your students, then adjust, modify, meet your students where they are, as they are. In the wintertime, sometimes the gloominess is better survived with a change of pace, with a gesture of care and warmth, with an acknowledgement that we need to be with one another just in gentler ways. If when you can brighten the spirits of your students, your own spirit will be glad. Spring arrives on Tuesday, March 19th, 2024 at 11.06 p.m. EDT. We teach in hope. A special thanks to Paul Utterback, my sound engineer. A special thanks to Paul Myrie, composer of the music which frames this audio blog. The Wabash Center is exclusively funded by Lilly Endowment Incorporated. With gratitude, thank you for listening.